Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets reaching resilience. I'm finally at the end of this Bible study podcast series, and the series that I went over for several days focused on the qualities of a God-honoring caregiver. I've had the opportunity to encourage listeners who are caregivers and individuals who are in need. And I hope you're able to share this episode with someone as a source or resource of encouragement. I've previously shared with listeners that the series of podcast episodes that I've gone over originated from my most recent Bible plan entitled Caregiver, available on the YouVersion Bible app. In the Caregiver Bible plan, I target some qualities that God-honoring caregivers can aim towards in their daily operations. And for those who are just tuning in for the first time, I encourage you to go back and begin part one of the qualities of a God-honoring caregiver series to hear more. But while you're here, I want to recap what I went over and identify the definition of a caregiver. A caregiver is a person who provides direct care for the needs of someone who cannot provide for their own needs. Today, My aim is to target, and I will aim to target, the goal of reaching resilience as a caregiver. Resilience is defined as an ability to recover from or just easily to misfortune or change. With all the challenges caregivers face, reaching resilience is a much-needed quality. Caregivers experience a variety of obstacles as it relates to their personal lives and in the lives of those they care for. A caregiver could possibly go through issues that range from the one they are caring for adamantly projecting an attitude of disdain because of their current condition, to dealing with able-bodied family members giving voluntary advice that they won't follow through with because they are entirely quote-unquote too busy to get involved. Whatever challenges a caregiver faces, Praise God for the gift of resilience to bounce back and serve God. Serving as a God-honoring caregiver is a blessing for those in need because it is a representation of God's love. Caregivers, God's grace is sufficient for you and there is a reward for the God-honoring seeds that you sow and will sow into someone's life. And in the Bible, Ruth serves as a great example of someone who was reaching resilience as they cared for someone that they loved and someone who was in need. And I encourage you all to read the entire book of Ruth, but I will go over the first chapter of Ruth with you. Ruth led a life of God-honoring resilience. Ruth was the daughter-in-law of Naomi, and when Naomi's husband and sons died, Naomi set out to Judah along with her daughters-in-law, and their names were Ruth and Orpah. But whilst on the journey, Naomi insisted that her daughters-in-law go back to their country. And in Ruth, the first chapter in the sixth verse, it states, Then she set out with her daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab, for she heard in Moab how the Lord had taken care of his people of Judah and given them food. Verse 7, So she left the place where she was living, her two daughters-in-law with her, and they started on the way back to the land of Judah. Verse 8. But Naomi said to her daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you. Return to your mother's house. May the Lord show kindness to you 
as you have shown kindness to the dead and to me. Verse 9. May the Lord grant that you find rest, each one in the home of her husband. Then she kissed them goodbye, and they wept aloud. And they said to her, No, we will go with you to your people in Judah. But Naomi said, Go back, my daughters. Why should you go with me? Do I still have sons in my womb that may become your husbands? Go back, my daughters, go, for I am too old to have a husband. And if I said I have hope, and if I actually had a husband tonight and even gave birth to two sons, would you wait until they were grown? Would you go without marrying? No, my daughters, for it is much more difficult for me than for you, because the Lord's hand has gone against me. Then they wept aloud again, and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Then Naomi said, Look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Turn back and follow your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord do the same to me as he has done to you, and more also, if anything but death separates me from you. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. So the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. And when they arrived in Bethlehem, the whole city was stirred because of them, and the women asked, Is this Naomi? So I've just read Ruth, the first chapter, the sixth through the 19th verse, and I encourage you to read the rest to know what happened with Ruth. So after reading or listening to that passage of scripture, you can clearly see and understand the option Ruth had and what she chose. She could have went back to her people, went back to her country, went back to her previous customs, but she chose to go with Naomi. She chose to reach towards resilience. She chose to stay committed as Naomi's caregiver. And she didn't have to stay because Naomi's son, which was her husband, died. And she had no ties to her. She could have left, but I believe she must have witnessed something in her husband's family and in her mother-in-law that didn't compare to what she witnessed in her family's household as it relates to serving God and letting go and walking away from things that didn't matter. There had to be an example of proof of something where Ruth saw some evidence that the living God, God the Father is real, and what she was doing in the past was not conducive to her future, and it didn't produce long-lasting results. So in that pivotal point where Naomi encouraged her daughters-in-law to go back home, go to your mother's house, go back to your family, don't wait for me. And she was putting all these things in their face. Let them know, I can't have no children right now. Uh, would you wait for some children? If I had a husband right now, would you wait for them to grow up and then marry them and have a family? She put all that before them. And one left, but Ruth stayed. And she could have left. And that speaks volumes. Because it shows whatever was going on in the household of Naomi her husband, and her two sons. They were doing things different. They weren't like the rest. 
and it captured her attention where she realized this is the way to go and there would be nothing that separated her from the seeds and the impact that Naomi had in her life. She wants to stay with that connection. She wants to stay apart and with that anointing. She wants to stay with the individual where God was doing something in their life. She wants to stay there. She didn't want to leave because she realized or probably realized her blessing was attached to Naomi. Apparently, there was something in Naomi that would get root to her destiny. And it wasn't the route she probably wanted to go, but she chose to go through the unknown to help her mother-in-law because she not only saw her needs, but she needed to follow God in the midst of it all. It is in some of the most unique cases where a God-honoring caregiver is determined to take care of the one in need, although the one in need insists otherwise. I believe Ruth followed the promptings of God to follow Naomi, all whilst trusting him through the unknown. Ruth helped care for Naomi by going to get a job, and Ruth faithfully exhibited resilience as she cared for her mother-in-law during probably some of the most challenging times. Ruth's resilience in sowing God-honoring seeds of caring for her mother-in-law, even when change seemed far off, produced a harvest in her life that most likely exceeded her expectations. Caregivers, remain encouraged. Although the days are long, the recognition is few. God sees your God-honoring sacrificial seeds. The very one you are caring for could be a part of the plan God has for you during this season for a magnificent change that will happen in your life. Caregivers, be encouraged and be resilient in your call. And the scripture that I want to leave you with as a resource of encouragement is Acts, the 20th chapter and the 35th verse, which reads, In everything I have pointed out to you by example, that by working diligently in this matter, we ought to assist the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, It is more blessed and brings greater joy to give than to receive. I chose this scripture because it clearly points out what we are called to do as children of God, which is to help those who are weak. Now, helping someone who is weak is not always a physical issue. For example, someone could be weak in strength, and it's great to help people who are physically weak, but there are some people God commands you to help who are financially weak, mentally weak, they're emotionally weak, they are relationally weak. They're socially weak. They're developmentally weak. They're educationally weak. They're morally weak. They're internally weak. They have situations going on on the inside and they need help. And they're weak in areas of their lives that God will point out to you. And staying in prayer and constant communication with your caregiver, you'll be able to identify weak areas in someone who is in need's life. And God will be able to empower you and will empower you to help that person in the unique way that he has called you to help them. And God clearly states that there is a blessing helping those who are weak. And although self wants gratification, it's always a blessing to give to those who are truly in need and who appreciate what you've done and what you're doing. 
So caregivers, continuously thank God as you reach towards resilience and assisting the needs of people who are in need. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Caregiver Bible Study. And on the site, you can grab some apparel aimed to inspire and remind you that God is the one providing you with care as you administer care. Connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target and on the YouVersion Bible app where you can download, subscribe, and complete a variety of Bible devotionals. Remain encouraged as you care for others as God cares for you. Peace and God bless.